Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. The Imagine More Success Radio Show is the all-about-you show with successful entrepreneurs and business experts sharing their stories and powerful takeaways while providing you with tips, tools, tactics, and a free weekly gift to help you thrive. Your hosts for the Imagine More Success Radio Show are the best-selling authors Cindy Hendricks, a certified business consultant, and Thomas Hydes, a certified world-class public speaking coach. Check out the Imagine More Success radio show at imaginemoresuccess.net because now is the time to realize your dreams and imagine more success. Hello everyone, Cindy Hendricks here and welcome to Imagine More Success. We're thrilled to have you with us today and we have an awesome guest to join us that you're going to truly enjoy and You want to stay tuned today for the whole show because she's got a very interesting background that I'm sure she's really interested in sharing with you. So uh, out here in California land, it's been absolutely gorgeous and everyone's complaining about allergies because every tree in the land is blooming. (laughs) So, So if you have rain or snow, at least be glad that you don't have allergies today. But of course, as you all may guess, it's beautiful with everything in bloom and foliage and such beautiful weather that we're enjoying. I certainly am. So now we can look forward to the summer fires and hopefully we'll have enough rain from the season and enough snow melt to be able to handle that this year. And I would like to welcome Serana Blackfoot to our show today. And Sarana is the CEO of Unbroke Women, and she's a prosperity mentor for busy business women. And her mission is to empower us to achieve financial serenity as we create, preserve, and transfer wealth by building better relationships with money. That's interesting. I can't wait to hear about improving relationships with money. She does this through workshops, seminars, and a Brill B-R-I-L conference, that stands for Business Resources for Inspiring Leaders, 
and she shares her passion for teaching successful business folks and career women how to build a legacy and prepare their financial house for the unexpected. Certainly, we've all had our share of that this year, right? And her goal is to guide women on their journey to financial serenity. So I'd love to welcome Serana Blackfoot to Imagine More Success today. Are you there, Serana? Thank you so much, Cindy. I really appreciate you having me. Oh, we're thrilled to have you on the show today, and we just can't wait to hear about all the cool things that you're going to bring to us today. So for starters, let us know more about your conference that you have every year in the spring. I know that's a huge undertaking for you, and with conferences only available mostly in the past year or so, in uh, digital form only, share with us how you're going to bring your, your expertise to everyone. Well, so just like everybody else, we had to pivot because of COVID. So from meeting in person in the first two years with the conference, we had to shift in 2020 to online. So with everything still uncertain and everybody still concerned about the health situation uh, we decided this year we're going to be on zoom just like everybody else so we will have our second online edition and this will be our fourth year of our Brill conference and the mission of Brill conference is to provide information in different areas of business that we all need so we can grow our business to the size of our dreams Yes, that's what everybody's interested in, is to be able to share with the world in a very large scale what we are all interested in sharing. So uh, when I read through your other speakers, I was really impressed with the people that you're bringing. So can you take just a minute and let folks know what um, they can enjoy if they choose to attend? Sure. So I will have... A lot of very successful ladies on stage. They all build multiple-figure businesses. And my goal is for the attendees to learn the business side of business. That's why Brill was born. So the conference will start with a friend from Ohio who will speak about um, the actual sales process. How do you get from the time you meet somebody to the time where they actually become your client and give you money for whatever service or product that you're selling? And um, her name is Jane Garee, and that's her specialty. And then uh, we continue with two, what is for us, local speakers, which is a friend of mine and myself um, here locally. And Danielle will come on stage and talk about the importance of your brand and how you are the image of your brand and how you portray yourself when you're online and especially on video. And we all know video is, has become even more important during this past year than it's ever been. So she is an image consultant and she will talk about how you represent your brand and how people connect with you in order to want to buy your brand. And I will talk about a boring thing called life insurance that we all need and we all should have. And some of us try to avoid it because we think it's so scary to talk about it. And my goal is to explain.
explain to the attendees why, as a business owner, it's important to have something in place. And I'll just put a teaser out there for those of you that may not want to talk about life insurance. Just think about having a business, and that's your baby, and that baby grows, and then you're no longer around to feed that baby. Who's going to take care of that baby? So that's food for thought. And um, after Danielle and I, the next speaker is going to be my friend Cindy from California. (laughs) And she will talk about how to set goals and how to achieve your goals. And especially how those bigger goals are your dreams and how you can manifest those dreams by achieving all of those smaller goals that lead you to them. So that's going to be very, very important and also very exciting because I know Cindy is doing a great job talking about achieving goals. And the close of the conference is going to be with a panel that has three successful women on it. They all built million-dollar-plus business or businesses, and they will share how they did it. And they all have different backgrounds. They all have different stories. They all come from different um, states. And so I think that everybody that attends can relate to at least one of them or part of one of their stories. One of them um, became a mom very, very early, was married and became a mom very, very early, uh, was in a bad relationship, and then um, got out of that relationship after some years had a new husband, and together with him built a million-dollar business in the trucking industry, in transportation, which people don't really think of women when they think about big trucks. So I think her story is very compelling. And now she's actually building a new business, even though that one is still thriving, but she's building a new business where she teaches girls out of other countries, and her main focus for right now is on Kenya, And she's teaching them how to um, think independently and how to have that entrepreneurial mentality. And the second one on the um, panel is going to be a friend of mine from Arizona who built multiple businesses. And her focus right now is teaching people how to sell from stage. So if you're thinking of how can I get more clients, well, Jane, that's her name, teaches you how to speak in front of groups of people so you have multiple people clamoring to be your client. And last but not least is a friend of mine from Colorado who built a seven-figure business that she still has in the mental health space. And that business became so successful but also so stable that is almost independent from her. It runs with her just popping in every so often in the office. But other than that, she's not there every day. So she started a second business a couple of years ago as a life and business coach. And she's amazing doing that. And she's also a speaker. So she is another one that is very, very good to learn from. Wow, what a lineup. And thank you so much for sharing that. And I am very excited to be one of your speakers. Thank you so much for coming. I'm very happy to have you. (laughs) Yes. And so let's tell our listeners how they can uh, join in the fun. 
So anybody that would like to come and spend Friday, March 19th with us, which is next week. I can't believe Brill is around the corner. Um, we will be on Zoom from 8.30 to about 1.30 Eastern time. And I know that for the folks in California, that's very early. But don't be discouraged. If you join us, if you sign up for Brill, you will also receive the link to the um, recording. So you can always listen later if you have to sleep in the morning. So we're meeting uh, from 8.30 to about 1.30 or so. And then everybody can go about their day. So if you're in California, you still have a full day that you can enjoy when we're done. That's right. And Um, so you're going to start at 5.30, but don't you have speakers start right at 6, uh, California time, right? Right. right. Correct. The first half an hour is for us to get together, meet some of the attendees, so it's an opportunity to get some connections. And if you feel that you haven't put your face on yet, it's all right. You can be without the camera. It's all right. We'll still like you, and we'll still connect you with other people in the room. And we'll start probably at 9 and go through all the speakers. And at the end, you still have an opportunity to connect with the attendees. We'll do some more engagement in um, with the attendees with the speakers um, so you have an opportunity to get contact information you'll also receive the transcript of the chat so you don't have to worry about missing anybody's comments or anybody's contact information that they may put in chat um, and like i said everybody will also get the recording so if you want to listen later and take no notes you can sure do that and if you want to join us um, you can find Brill on Eventbrite. If you go search for Brill 2021 Conference, it will pop up and you can register. And since you heard us here on my friend Cindy's show, you can type Cindy's name all in caps as a promo code and you will get a discount for your ticket. And so what is your ticket price for folks? The ticket price is $66. And what kind of discount will they get? They will get $11 off. Okay, so you heard it here first. If you would like to go to a conference online and hear several uh, successful businesswomen talk about uh, different topics that we went through today, branding and insurance, sales, uh, goals and how to manifest your dreams, and a panel which sounds to me like it's going to be very entertaining and, and very insightful how to uh, how others have built huge businesses, then you're going to want to go to Eventbrite and type in Brill, B-R-I-L, Conference 2021, and sign up because it's going to be an awesome conference. Anything you'd like to add to that quickly before we go to our commercial break? I would love to see some uh, folks from California representing on this because this has been traditionally a local conference for Virginia. So with us being on Zoom, we're looking to connect more across the country. So that would be a great opportunity. Yes, it will. So be sure to go and check it out. And if you have any questions, of course, you can connect with Serana. We're going to let you know later in the show how to do that. But uh, we'll be back in just a moment. We've got more to share. So be sure to stay with us today and be sure to imagine more success. 
we know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. It's the big $10 sale, so mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Welcome back to the Imagine More Success Show, and we are thrilled today to have Sarana Blackfoot with us, and we just spent the first segment talking about her Brill Conference that she holds twice a year, and if you want to attend a conference with variety of seven different businesswomen talking about what they've been successful doing and building huge businesses, then you definitely want to check it out. And Sarana's going to give you some info about how you can speak with her about it if you have interest and how you can certainly buy a ticket. So, Sarana, welcome back to the show. Hi, Cindy. Thank you for having me. Yes. So, I'm excited about your conference coming up, but I'm really interested to learn about what you do in your business today in this segment. So, can you take just a few moments and uh, let us know what you're all about? Of course, my friend. I am a prosperity mentor, and I work primarily with women, especially those women that are very focused on their career or their business, and I help them build better relationships with their money. I help them ignite a love affair with their money because most of us are intimidated by it, are ashamed to ask for help because we're embarrassed. We don't want to look bad. So what I do Without judging anybody, I sit down with them. I look at where they are, where they want to be, and help them get there. So I'm really interested in the relationship with money part because that sounds kind of intriguing to me. So what? So do we just kind of get a hold of a hundred dollar bill and just kind of <laughs> talk Romance to it and find out <laughs> find out how how me, how we can get more hundred dollar bills? <laughs> yes. Well, you just said something very profound, and that is that the job of a dollar bill is to go find friends and bring them home. <laughs> exactly. So, if you don't treat it right, that dollar bill has no incentive to bring friends over to you. Right? So that's part of, part of it. So when we're talking about having a relationship with money, it's not just about the mechanics, where you invested or how do you save or how do you pay off your debt. Okay, that's all very, very important. But like my friend Zig Ziglar used to say, it's all in between your two years. So it's all about the mindset when it comes to money. So we talk about the mindset and we talk about the mechanics of money when we sit down. 
And as you mentioned in the intro, I do it on one-on-one basis, but also through a lot of workshops and seminars and just meetings whenever I get a chance to speak. I love talking about money. And most people get intimidated by it, especially women. Well, I think that you might want to add that to your repertoire of taglines, girlfriend, because romancing your money is a great tagline. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it just came to me right now because of what you said. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I think you're right. We all get excited when we see a lot of bills in our handbag, right? And uh, uh, instead of watching them multiply as they're sitting in our handbag, they are not multiplying, but yet they're being depleted, right? Right. Yes, because they're multiplying in somebody else's handbag or, <laughs> you know, cashier's drawer. So Exactly. Yeah. So you, you must have several different uh, procedures and uh, tips to teach people how to romance their money. And can you share one or two with us today on how you do that? Sure. I'll share first a fun one, just because this is where I come from. You did mention I'm from Romania, so I come from a country that has a whole lot of superstitions. And I grew up with a mom telling me, don't put your pocketbook on the floor because your money's going to run out. <laughs> so if you want to keep your money, don't put your pocketbook on the floor. All right. And besides the superstition, how you make your money stay? Well, you have to treat it with respect. And remember, money is energy. So if you treat energy bad, energy is going to veer away from you. So if you want to attract more energy, more money, you have to treat it right. And how you treat money right? Well, when you do have those dollar bills or Benjamins or whatever denomination, (laughs) you don't shuffle them to the bottom of your pocketbook and they're all wrinkled up or maybe torn or get dirty from whatever else is in your pocketbook. So you want to put them in the in the purse, in the area that you designate in your wallet, in your pocket, or where whatever area of your purse where you keep your money. You want to line them up, and if you have a beautiful wallet, which is the best, the best home for your money that you're romancing, you want to line them one behind the other with your with their faces to you. So when you open it, you see their faces. You want to make sure that they're not wrinkled up in there. And you want to carry some with you because the more of that you have with you, and I have friends that would tell you to carry a couple of hundred dollars or at least a hundred. So that's a good number. If you, are so, if you can relate to that, you can also play with angel numbers. So if you like 111 or 222, put that whatever number that you feel attracted or connected to, you can carry that cash with you. Another way to keep more of your money is to keep track of where your leaks are. So I know nobody wants to do a budget. Nobody wants to keep track of every penny they're spending. I know that's not a sustainable thing. Very few people would have the patience to enter every single purchase in a spreadsheet or in a notebook. But if you know that it's one thing that you spend a whole lot of money on, then track that one thing. And if that's coffee at Starbucks or if that's um, breakfast at Panera's or just plain eating out, track that and make it a goal to reduce that 
over maybe let's say a six month period, reduce it by 10%, 20%, 50%, whatever percentage that you can do. And that's a good way to make sure that you spend less and you keep more of your money. Well, you know, you brought up a point that's pretty interesting because I know a lot of people who are out in the world and they never have any cash. I just don't understand that. True. You know, my mother always said, don't leave home without some money in your purse. Yeah, that's true. And it's always good to have, you know, credit cards and debit cards. Of course, you have access to more money that way. You shouldn't be carrying that much cash around. But it's always good to have some cash with you. Um, because you never know. Um, for instance, a few years ago, I was in Vegas, and all of a sudden, my credit card stopped working because somebody tried to use it somewhere else in the state that I've never been to. I forgot what state that was, but in a state that I had never been to. So my credit card company um, blocked it, which was fine. Luckily, I had another one with me, but you never know when that happens, and if you only have one with you, then you're stuck. Um, so you want to make sure that you do have some cash because what if the banks are closed? What if this happens on a Sunday and you don't have access to it? Exactly. That's happened to me before. I was in the rain at a gas station and they, my credit card, I had a couple with me and they didn't work. And the same thing was it was a fraudulent thing. And when I called the company, they said, well, we had several charges on your account in the multi multiple hundred dollar range that was for uh, Fredericks of Hollywood and some seedy places in Vegas. And I started laughing and I said, I can't wait to go home and tell my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so then I said, like that. after I laughed, I said, so when are you going to turn them back on? I'm traveling. So you're right. right. That's they why. don't they mm. don't because they issue you a new one because that number is compromised. So yeah, by the time I got home I was able to just get a new one and everything was fine. But I was in Vegas and from Vegas I went to actually Dallas for a conference where I saw you that year. Um I didn't say the story of course of the conference, but that's when it happened. And um so I would have been going from Vegas to Dallas and then home a week later without any money if I didn't have backup plans. Exactly. So that's why I always carry a couple of Benjamins tucked away so I can't spend them. That's emergency money. And I always carry checks from a couple of different accounts because that way, no matter what happens, you at least have something that you can, you know, use for what your emergency is for, either hotel or whatever. That would be pretty dangerous to be out there without anything. Totally agree. And I'll share one more quick tip. If you want to save money, start a savings account at a bank where you don't normally go. So if yes. you bank online, start with another bank, not your regular bank. If you like the brick and mortar, then go to another bank a little bit further down the road. Somewhere where you can still get to, but not a building that you pass by every day. And just keep putting money away, even if it's 10 bucks every check, if you're an entrepreneur, or 50 bucks a week from your paycheck, or whatever that works for you, because it becomes that out-of-sight, out-of-mind account. And that can be your fun money. That can be money that you do your Christmas shopping with, so you don't tap into the credit card, or that can be money for a bigger expense like a new car or a new house or something that you want down the road. 
And if you put it in an account where you don't look at it every day, then you're not going to be tempted to take it out and spend it. Exactly. So the other thing they can do is also maybe get, um, um, what are those things called at the bank where you can buy a $50 one or a $100 one? Oh, cashier check. Oh, no cashier. I'm sorry. Traveler check. No. Where it, it, it's really small. Oh, like CDs? Yes, 2 or 3%. I can't remember now. But that way, yeah, you, you, really, can, you really have to think about it before you spend it. You can get CDs. Um, I would just caution people um, not to do anything where the money is stuck if they think they may need to access it at a certain time unexpectedly. So if you know it's for your house that you're going to buy in two years or five years, then yes, you can get something where your money is stuck for six months because you will get it in time. But if it's something that maybe you want to go on vacation in the summer or maybe next year, but you need to pay in advance or something like that where you have to access your money before six months or before a year, then you want to make sure your money is not stuck somewhere where you will be charged to access it earlier than whatever that term is. Well, I think you can take it out, but you're penalized. Right. Yeah, of course, and of you course. don't want to put 100 bucks and you get 95 back and you're trying to multiply it. No, exactly. But still, you're not going to spend it as readily as if it's, you know, in a savings account where you can just draw it out, I think. Right. It just comes down to discipline, ultimately. Um, you know, don't play somewhere where you're not sure. I know a lot of people, especially during COVID, put money in the market and some of them made money and that's great. But some of them lost money, and that's not great. So I'm not saying don't put your money in the market. I'm actually licensed as an investment advisor, so I can't say that. And I do believe market is a good place to put your money and have it multiply. But I also believe that you should know what you're doing. You shouldn't just try to make money from one day to the other because market doesn't work like that. Um, timing it is very dangerous, and it can literally cost you the short of your back. So you have to be very careful. And that investing it in the market is also a way to not access it as fast. Because if you do it through an investment advisor, through a brokerage company, then it would be a few steps before you can get to the money. You have access to it, but it's a little bit more complicated than just writing a check or using a credit card. So um, that's another way to protect your money from you or from your impulse buying. Yes, well, I had friends who lost the mid five figures in the stock market yep. when we had the thing of, when was it, the uh, 89, I think it was. And that was devastating. That's a lot of money to lose. People and, lost money right before COVID, too. Yes. Because the market went down at the beginning of COVID. Yes, but fortunately, it's bounced back. So hopefully, yeah. we, we won't have another one for a while. But still, you need to make sure that you're making wise investments and you find trustworthy people who are going to help you to make good decisions when you are investing your money or, you know, doing other things to protect your future, like getting life insurance. So if you have a family, of course, we're going to be talking about that in the next hours or the next segment. So be sure to join us. So we'll see you after the commercial break.
Welcome back to Imagine More Success with Cindy Hendricks and Thomas Hydes. And we're here today with Serana Blackfoot, who was just teaching us how to romance our money. <laughs> I love that. And we spent time learning how we can do that by making sure we don't put our bag or purse on the floor because we want to maintain a high level energy. And we also talked about opening a savings account or putting our money where we can't get it so readily so that we won't be tempted as we normally are here to spend it. And we want to keep track of our money leaks. So what I do is uh, keep receipts in the car as I purchase anything. And then at the end of the month, I put it in an envelope for the month. And then I take a look at where I've spent my money and if I want to make adjustments the following month. So find your way of romancing your money. So next we're going to talk with Serana about how to protect your family and yourself through uh, life insurance. And I'm sure people are confused about all the choices they can make, and I'm sure Serana's going to help us with that one, right? I will sure do my best. <laughs> well, one thing that I want everybody to know, um, and I hope that it's a lot of people that listen, but I also know that even if it's a hundred or if it's a thousand or if it's ten thousand, they're all different. So when I speak to groups of people, I never make any blanket suggestions because whatever is good for one person is not going to be the same for the next person. Everybody's situation is different. So one thing I would like everybody to remember from our conversation, other than the quick tips that yes we can all do one thing to remember is when it comes to your family's protection such as life insurance and when it comes to your money and your investments talk to a professional that's the most important thing so if you don't remember anything that we talked today just remember that talk to a professional and it's, it's actually make a decision to talk to a couple of professionals or three or four and then choose the one that best aligns with your personality, with your preferences, with what you believe, because that's the person that is going to do the best job for you. So when you talk to them, interview them, find out what are their values, make sure they align with your values, find out what they like and make sure you like the same things. Because that way, you know that they will be representing your interests. And once you talk to them, then you make the decision on which one you should go with. Um, and also make sure you review everything. So whatever happens now and whatever way you set up your finances today is not going to be the best thing for you five years from now or ten years from now. So always review in between, not every 10 years, though, more often than that. But I'm just stating the, the fact that things change in our lives. So we need to make sure our arrangements around money also change accordingly. Well, that sounds like a really good plan. I love the part where you look for someone who aligns with your interests and values, because that's what I tell people when I'm working with them as a coach. And I tell them, you know what? everybody's not the right fit for everybody and you have to find someone that you can really relate to and not someone who is not working with you at the level and way that you would like to be worked at because you know some Absolutely. some people some people are very aggressive 
and I know that's not how you are, Serana, either. And some people are more in the lackadaisical side. And I think if you find someone who patterns the way that you work, it's much more comfortable. So those are really good points. Yes. Well, my main focus is education when it comes to the financial industry, which is how also Brill came about, uh, because I want people to understand things. I don't like it when somebody says, do this, and you have to do it because I know, because I'm licensed, because I know what to do. Okay, that's all fabulous, but unless that person understands how it works and why they should do a certain thing, it's not connecting with them. And if they do it just because they either feel pressure or they like the salesperson and they buy it, it's not to their best. Um, to for, it's not for their best because it. They may feel like, oh, I don't have money this month, so I'm not going to pay this bill. So now they lose the life insurance, or they don't contribute to the investment, and they don't make what they expected that they would make. So you don't want people to buy because they just with you as a person and you tell them to buy you want people to buy because they understand the importance of whatever that product or service is so in my case I have aligned myself with a company that also believes very strongly in educating people and they have money seminars and they also have meetings where they educate women exclusively and that is along my value so Again, I emphasize the thing, make sure that you talk to somebody that aligns with your values. If that's something that you want to do, then I'd love to talk to you. And feel free to reach out to me. And You can reach me by email. My email is sorana, S-O-R-A-N-A, at unbrokewomen.com. And you can reach me anytime. If you Google my name, I promise you it's only one Sorana Blackfoot, so you can <laughs> definitely find me online. Yes. I live on Facebook, just like everybody else, so you can find me that way as well. But that is the best advice that I can give anybody. Make sure you understand what's going on. Don't do something just because somebody tells you that's a good idea. Well, and I think it's great that you work with women because it's a known fact that women outlive men. So most, you know, well, 50% of all people are in a marriage and so that means the woman is going to end up with trying to figure things out once she loses her mate. And so the life insurance would certainly be helpful um, in that case, especially if yes, there's a, 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 a mortgage to pay. Yes, got to be prepared. Yeah, if, if the husband took care of all of the investments and the family bills and things like life insurance, a lot of times the wife doesn't really know. She just knows what well, we have something. So Yes, and that's a good point, too, because not only should they be considering, you know, getting things that they are going to need with life insurance, they also need to be communicating what is going on in their financial uh, world and to make sure each of the two understand what's necessary and what their bottom line is and what's going to happen in the event the other one passes on first. Yes, and where it is. I can't even tell you, Cindy, how many homes I've been to where one of the spouses knew where their paperwork was and another one had no idea. Well, in my book that I recently wrote, Me, Harvey, and Else, I um, gave a lot of tips on how to organize all of your information so that everybody knew where everything was. 
And um, it's really helpful in everyday life because how many times do people go looking for even just the Wi-Fi password or the router number? <laughs> right. You know? And yeah. so if, if and you if have you it have all... Have children. Yes, exactly. If you have children that are grown and moved out of the house, they don't know where you keep your paperwork. That's exactly right. And then if you do have things in lockbox, put a page in there that says that uh, the lockbox is located here and here's where you can find whatever. And all you have to do is show ID or whatever so that that way people can find what it is they need to find. Because yeah, at that time, yeah, at that time, people are under emotional distress and they don't need to be stressed out trying to find things. Yes, when you have life insurance in place, and especially if you have a certain setup for all of your important papers, none of that brings your loved one back. It's still sad, you're still grieving, but at least you don't have extra stress, extra worry, and extra things to think about. So when you have those things taken care of, at least you don't have the extra burden. Exactly. And I was shocked when I read that uh, the Mandavis um, did not have a will when the Mr. Mandavi, who started the winery, built this huge empire, uh, passed on without a will. Can you imagine? So the fight is on, <laughs> probably still going on. Because when somebody has money available, everybody comes out of the woodwork. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. So That's make when sure. you know who your real friends are. And who exactly. in your family is a good person and who is not really that good of a person. Exactly. So make sure you've got a spot in there, uh, get a binder or something, where everything can be found. And if it doesn't say that, then ask, what's going on with this? And make sure that there is a will and a copy of the life insurance and other important papers, CDs, or whatever it is, investments that you have, so that you're not scrambling at the last minute when you're trying to figure out what's going on. That would not be a good thing. Absolutely. And you know, one thing that I do want to mention, because you um, said you wanted to talk about life insurance in this segment, well, I would like people to understand that life insurance nowadays is not just the life insurance from grandma's time or grandpa's time, that there are policies out there, and that's the company that I work with, and that's one of the main reasons why I work with them. Um, they offer also living benefits, because what happens if you don't die, but you have a big life event that now you can't work? And if you are self-employed or if you have a job where you have to show up in order to make money, well, your bills are not going to get any lower just because you had cancer or you had a heart attack. So with having the living benefits, you have money coming in to help with those bills. Exactly. Well, I think what we'd like to do, Serana, is to table that until our last segment, which will come back in just a few minutes. And I'd love for you to explain the differences in different policies because most people don't have a clue, not only the one that you just described, but there are all kinds of other policies that I don't think people understand, you know, like whole life and regular life and um, the kind that uh, you start low and you start paying higher. All those different policies are confusing. And I think it'd be great if we could share a little bit about how people can 
uh, learn about different types of policies so they can start thinking about what they may need or if they already have a policy and they learn it's something that they shouldn't have and maybe a different type of policy that they should have. So I'd love for us to be able to share that with our listeners. So if you come back in just a few minutes and tune in to learn about all this, we'll be seeing you in just a minute. to the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy and Thomas. And we're here today with Serona Blackfoot, who has shared so much information with us today on your money and on insurance and on her conference. And we're just so excited to bring you this segment about the differences in life insurance, because you know what? It's really confusing. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll be able to walk away with a better understanding of how to figure it out and what might be right for some types of people with families and what might be right for people who don't have families and maybe for singles. So, Sarana, what can you share with us on this point? Sarana, are you still with us? Cindy, sorry about that. I have That's pressed okay. the wrong button. Um, 
I would just say that talking about life insurance is a longer conversation. It's not just five minutes or 15 or even half an hour or an hour. Um, but what I would like to share is that the company that I am with has everyday opportunities to take a money one-on-one workshop. So if anybody's interested, I would love for them to reach out to me, whether via social media or my email, whatever works for them, I will have them as my guests come and join one of the Money 101 workshops. And they're all online, so they don't have to go anywhere. They can watch from the comfort of their own home, and it would give them a better understanding of different ways that you can protect yourself and your family. And just to give a quick overview, I would say that life insurance is mainly two kinds. One that is permanent, and it has a couple of different options, a couple of different ways of handling that. And one that is temporary, also known as term. The main difference is the way that it um, builds up for you. The cash value has, I mean, I'm sorry, the permanent one has cash value. And then the term one does not have a cash value feature. Now, some people get very attached to that and want only the permanent one because they want cash value. And some people teach you don't buy that one because it's more expensive. I believe that everybody's situation is different and whatever is right for you is not necessarily right for your neighbor or your best friend or your brother or your sister. So you need to talk to a professional and they can guide you based on your personal situation. And you talked about families versus single people. Well, when you have a family, especially with kids that are underage, that you know are not going to earn their uh, livelihood in the near future, the best thing to do is to have as much insurance as possible for as little money as possible. Because that way, if something happens to you, your family receives more money versus less money. So that's one rule of thumb, if you will. And when you're single, then the amount of life insurance will depend on your overall situation. What kind of bills do you leave behind? Is there anybody that may be um, responsible for those bills when you die? Um, And I would like to say a quick story. I remember reading this in the local newspaper here in Virginia uh, a few years ago, and it was a very heart-wrenching story. Um, A young lady had passed away and had left three children that her parents took in because they didn't want to see them going to foster and they didn't want to see them separated. Well, The saddest part of this is that she not only left those three children, but she also had $100,000 worth of student loans that her parents had co-signed for. Mm. And because of co-signing, now her parents were liable for paying that student loan. So if you are a parent, if you want to help your kids go to college, which I know that can be a huge expense, try not to co-sign if you can avoid it. Because if something happens to them, you don't want to be responsible for those loans. So just keep that in mind. And if you are going to school, don't talk your parents into co-signing because you don't want to leave them with that bill. Well, especially if they're children and then the parents have to take care of the children so they don't have to go to strangers. My goodness, 
That had to be a really big challenge for that family. Exactly, exactly. And unfortunately, I'm pretty sure they're not the only one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because people, like you said, people don't want to think about what they have to do for if someone passes away. And it's just one of those topics that people don't want to to even consider. But, I mean, guess what? We all got to go down that road eventually. And you might as well plan on taking care of your family, whether you're, you know, the mom, the dad, or even if it's yourself, to make sure that there's an exit plan and an exit plan for your business. Like uh, Serana was speaking about earlier, you want to make a provision so that your business can carry on. Well, one thing that I've learned since being with this company that provides the living benefits is that they're great for single people. Because when you're single, you may not care or you want some life insurance because if you have siblings or parents that you know they have to take care of your final expenses, you don't want to leave them with a bill. But you may not care to have a big life insurance policy. However, when the life insurance policy comes with living benefits that pay you and not some beneficiary that you name, but you, when something happens and you can't work, that's a good way to make sure that your bills are paid, that you don't lose your house, or that your business can survive because if you are the one running the business. You need to have enough money to sustain the business while you can't work it, whether that means you have money to pay somebody else to run your business, whether that means you can put your business on hiatus and then pick up where you left off, whatever that may look for you when you have benefits that come to you, when you have money that will get you through the rough times, then that's a good way to protect your business. Well, you mentioned earlier that people can uh, connect with you, and I know that you have a calendar, so maybe you could share how they can reach you if they would like to have a conversation and and find out if you might be a good person for them or just a consultation on what they have and if, you know, you could guide them to see if that's adequate. Sure, I would love to offer anybody that wants to reach out a free life insurance audit or a, or a financial game plan if they want to um, look at where they are financially and where they want to go. Um, I can sit down with them, uh, have a conversation over the phone because we all live in the virtual world right now. So I would offer a free 30-minute consultation to anybody that would like to ask some questions or have me take a look at what they have or maybe just want a couple of pointers to get them in the right direction, whatever the case may be. And they can go and book an appointment with me directly on my calendar. And my calendar is at meetme, that's M-E-E-T-M-E dot S-O slash S, as in Serana Blackfoot. Again, that's meetme dot S-O slash S Blackfoot. You can find me all over social media at Serana Blackfoot. Um, Google me, reach out by email. It's sorana at unbrokewomen.com. And I would answer your questions that way as well if you prefer that. Great. Well, we've had wonderful information today, and I thank you for sharing. And I'd really love for you to tell your story because I think it's really pretty interesting about how you came to the United States and a little bit about uh, your journey well, I moved to United States in 2002, and I moved here from Romania. I had not lived here before, so I had to learn everything, especially the 
financial system um, in U.S. I had to get used to even getting from one place to the other because it's such a big country and totally different. And I live in an area where you have to drive because otherwise you can't really get too far because everything is so spread out. And coming from a small country, even though I was in a big city, I could walk everywhere because the city is compact and in about half an hour to 45 minutes, you can get pretty much from anywhere to downtown where everything is. So coming here, I had to learn how to get around, how to um, deal with money. I had to learn what credit cards are, what a credit score is. Um, so by learning all of that, so I can use it, I also learned that a lot of people don't know that. So I became very interested in teaching others and I became passionate about helping women understand all of that because I know a lot of women have so many things on their plates that learning the financial house is not really a priority, especially if they have a husband that deals with that. They figure, well, it's easier if I just let him deal with it and I don't have to worry about it. And the problem with that plan is that, like Cindy mentioned, statistically, we live longer than men. And if you're not learning early enough how all of that works, by the time you have to do it, you're not really in the right mind frame to start learning it, unfortunately, most cases. So it's better to just be educated about it. And I've dedicated a lot of years since I've been here to that to talking to people about life insurance, talking to them about investments and educating them on what all of it means. Because just like you mentioned, Cindy, before the break, there's a lot of lingo in that industry and it doesn't help people understand. Well, you really broke it down to components that would make it very easy for people to know. Um, I actually worked for an insurance company in high school, so I was lucky to be able to learn at an early age. But with you know, uh, whole life, term life, and life with benefits and other types of policies, if you don't really understand how they work and the cost structure, then it's kind of scary to even talk to somebody because nobody wants to walk into something where they don't know. But in this kind of business, I think, you know, the, the professionals know most people are not educated because there's no class that I know of other than the ones company companies provide to teach us about those things. Well, the best thing is to talk to various professionals. Like I said, first of all, you're going to learn different things from them. Secondly, you're going to see which one fits your personality the best. And thirdly, by the time you talk to the second and the third, you can compare. So you're going to understand who has your best interest at heart. Because just like everywhere else, some professionals are better than others. So it's just how it is. It's a competitive world, and many people do the same thing. So you have to find the ones that best fit you, that best align with you and your values, and the ones that actually have the highest integrity. That's right. So what you may want to do is to um, do exactly as Serana said and find yourself a few different types of companies and different professionals and maybe even get some referrals from friends. That's the best way I find people that I need to hire. And that way you can feel more confident in what it is that you're purchasing to be able to get what is absolutely the right thing for you and for your family. 
Now you can reach Serana at her um, email address you gave, or you can find her at Eventbrite, uh, or you can sign up for her 30-minute uh, consultation that's totally free to get an understanding level. And please be sure to get yourself a will if you don't have one, so that way you and your family are protected against probate, because probate attorneys make a boatload of money that you should be getting instead of having them sort through all of your personal business and taking money out of your pocket. So, um, Sarana, give them your uh, address to be able to connect with you again before we uh, are off the air. All right, my email is Sarana, that's S-O-R-A-N-A, at unbrokewomen.com. And you can also set up an appointment to talk to me on a video or a phone, whatever you prefer. And you can do that at meetme, M-E-E-T-M-E dot S-O slash S, as in Serana, Blackfoot. Well, there you have it. If you are interested, then set up a meeting with Serana and find out. And if you're interested in coaching or courses to help you with your life or business, you can connect with me at talkwithsin, that's S as in Sam, Y-N dot com. Or you can connect with Thomas Hines, and he can help you with your speaker needs. Until next week, imagine more success. Thank you.